Sex Actually podcast with your host Dave Neal. It's another car cast. Uh, we are in the old matrix with my first time guest, Destiny Lalane. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. So our plan was to podcast at Cafecino Organico. Last time I had someone here, we got too loud and um, like everyone surrounding us was just like listening to our sex talk, which was weird. So they didn't have this favorite spot that I like, so I figured we would just go into the car. So back to the car we are. <laughs> and uh, and you're new to Los Angeles, correct? Yes, I actually moved here. Uh, interesting story, but the, the TLDR is I was By the way, what the fuck does that mean? I see that everywhere. It's internet speak for too long didn't read. It's like, tell me in a fucking oh, sentence, dude. Oh, man, I didn't know that. Yes. But uh, so the TLDR is I was working in Manhattan for this tech startup. It's making great money working in software sales. And I'm sorry, but like that bullshit grind working 60 hours a week, it's just not cutting it for me. It's not, it's never going to, you could pay me whatever you want. I'm literally going to laugh at you. But, uh, I took a, a random road trip to Boston, quit my job after it, traveled for three months and fucking moved to LA. Now uh, I do comedy. Okay. So I, I did read that in your, uh, what was it? What was elite, it? Daily. elite Daily. Okay. Yeah. Right. I did read your Elite Daily article. So you went to Boston from New York, which is an easy trip. You bought a one-way ticket. And then you just, uh, how many dudes, like, I was trying to keep up with the dudes in this story. Yes, yes. I was so, like, what dude is she, t-? like, there was, so, I needed, I, I needed, like, a, um, like, a photo chart of the guys that you were bouncing. Yeah, so, so many men, so little time, which is why <laughs> you'll, you'll start to notice that I refer to men by their, their job, not even their name, because it really gets to the point where not even my closest friends could keep tabs. Yeah, Sometimes because everyone's, like, a Rob or a Matt, yeah. I feel like. It's always a generic white name. Sorry, guys. Sorry, uh, white America. Sorry. Uh-huh. It's true. We need to spice up our names. Yeah. You can't be fucking, like, three different Matts. Yeah. Right? Like, Kevin, right? But, um, so that specific weekend, I arrived in Boston at 10 o'clock at night, and knowing no one there, I just walked into a random bar, and I sat down next to guy number one, okay. who uh, was from the UK. He was visiting. He was interviewing for a job at McCann which he got, and he was able to choose from a New York City location or a Boston location. He chose Boston. But, um, yeah, night one was spent with this tourist, and, you know, we took fireball shots, which apparently isn't all the rage in the U.K. Um, No, they're actually uh, illegal in a lot of countries because we put arsenic in ours. Exactly. Um, But we, you know, one thing led to another. We took a fireball shot, ended up raging. I crashed the night at his hotel. Um, the next day he had to go to New York city. So then, um, I jumped back on Tinder and only swiped right and you just powered through. I've, is there a term for that? You just, you just hustled, you know, there definitely is a term, but I'm not aware of it yet. So anyone who knows, feel free to comment that or tweet it at us. Cause I'd love to know. And it's like doing reps. Like you're at the gym, you just bang a hundred, right? Yes. <laughs> and then you see what. Because I feel like that's a guy move. Yeah, I know. There, there do you was relate a, with the guys? Are you do you are you think like a guy? Uh, I am a man, and this whole transgender movement has changed my life. <laughs> I can finally use the bathroom. I've been born into nice. uh, believing I need because fuck those lines. But I um, always thought women's bathrooms would be cleaner. They're not. Yeah, no. Oof. We we spatter a little bit, but that's uh, that's oof. nothing compared. I heard a lady the other day at a mic say that she she found a used tampon stuck to the stall wall. Wow, that's, like, that's that's that, impressive. How'd she stick it to the wall? I don't need to know the the logistics of of how it all happened, but I'm <laughs> if, like, all right, if enough. You're to stay listening away. right now, please. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, no, so that led me to guy number two, which was this guy, Xavier, uh, who I went on a date with. And What's I that left. ethnicity? Uh, he was some kind of Latino. Yeah, sounds like a Dominican name or something. Yes, and um, he's pretty cool. We still keep in contact. He said I inspired him to take a chance and move, and he's he's pretty happy right now. But um, on our date, which, yeah, this was man number two, um, I laughed so hard because I asked him if he smoked pot because I had pot on me. And um, he said, no, I don't smoke. And I guess I laughed so hard, snot flew all over my face. And, nice. Um, it was a pretty rad date, um, but he had to go because it was Mother's Day, actually. Cause it was oh, he Mother's bounced on you. Yeah, but he wanted to meet up afterwards, but then that led me to guy number three, who I went on a Froyo date with, and it was basically love at first bite. Hey, um, now. Oh, yeah. Hey, what, t- what type of toppings did he get? Uh, oh, I can't remember, but that guy sure knew how to bang, which was the most important part. The guy laid the pipe so hard that he convinced me to fucking move from New York. <laughs> so he banged you off the East Coast. Yeah, literally. He, why did, so, he, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, he, he was in Boston, so he, where did he convince you to move to? Well, you know what, he actually didn't tell me to move anywhere, but he, something about him, I don't know if it was the conversation or the sex, but something in that moment really made me realize that there was something else out there other than New York City. So this was your third guy, and this was the third Boston guy. Third Boston guy. Third guy's the charm. Yes. And uh, what was his ethnicity that convinced you to move? Oh, his ethnicity, he was just white. Just a white guy? Yeah. They're always just generic white guys. They never really know what ethnicity they really are. Well, let's let's rewind this, because I want to pick this apart a little bit. So your first, so your first guy, uh, well, describe... I think a lot of people would really like to go out by themselves, but I, I can imagine a lot of people haven't done that. That's a New York thing to do, to go to the movies by yourself or something. Um, I wouldn't say that's a New York thing to do, to be honest. Um, I, I personally am the kind of person who I need to be in charge of everything. Um, like, if I want to go somewhere, I do not want to have to ask someone if they're down. Yeah. Like, I'm just going. So I always go out by myself. Well, because I, I had... Uh, you know, and it really forces you to meet people. But as a guy, it's different. I have a, a story where I went out to meet up with friends. One of my first weeks in L.A. and my friend, it was this chick who I wasn't trying to hook up with, but she was literally two hours late. And I was like not wanting to wait for her. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to the bar, whatever. And I get to the bar. And next thing you know, yada, yada, meet a foreign chick, get a blowjob out of it. Nice. Eventually, eventually we fuck. So I that happened because I was literally alone at the bar ready to kind of like pounce on anything I want, you know. But did that did that girl ever show up? Uh yeah. And by the time she showed up, I was fucking speaking French. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "You speak French?" I'm like, "Just beautiful." And she's like, "What the fuck, Dave?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's what's that? It's what you show up late, you fucking take too long to get ready. I'm going to meet a French chick." That is fucking incredible. It was great. And then I the French chick and I, you know, we 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 talked for a little while, ended up, you know, getting like a blowjob in my car, not this car. <laughs> My old car, um, and then, uh, and then that was the end of that. Yeah, no that that is a beautiful story, which reminds me of how I found man number four uh, in Boston. Okay, so hold on though. So man number three, because uh, I want to I want to do this in a linear way. So <laughs> man number three was the white guy that that um, had some sort of sex that uh, inspired you uh, to to flip your life upside down. Yeah. What was it about the sex? Um, (laughs) you know, well, first of all, it was just dangerously aggressive. Like you have to remember anyone listening right there. I am a 4'11 female. 
Um, and this guy was probably 6263, maybe 220. I was okay with everything going on. Um, and, and, and pardon the interruption, but what, what's your Instagram for the creepers listening? Oh, yes, for the Instagrammers. It's at Destiny Lalane, L A L A N E. Okay, because I know they're going to want to pause it and just know, you know, the face of what the story is. So, okay, so yes. so pardon me. So, you're, you're, you're with the dude, uh, tall, tall, big white guy. You're a short white chick. What, uh, and then it was just aggressive. That's it. It was just aggressive Boston. Yeah. So sex. to clarify, by the way, I'm not white readers or listeners. Oh, I'm sorry. I am Puerto Rican, Dominican, and Cuban. But hey, I am girl. an American. I am an American. See, okay. <laughs> so now I'm the asshole who sees fucking. Because I never know. You never know. Yeah. I don't know what that what, means. What is people? Puerto? What do you? So I. So I have to introduce you as Hispanic. No, I'm, I just usually joke around and say I'm an American, but I, I do still find humor in the fact that a lot of white people really still do see black and white. <laughs> well, I don't, I mean, I lived in Harlem where it was the Dominican capital, like 140th Street. Yes. So, but you don't, you, I don't know, I just didn't, you look, I would have, I would have imagined like Jewish or something. <laughs> Just because like you're a, you're a chick who writes uh, and who lived in New York, that's like every Jewish girl I know. Yeah, no that that is that is so fair. pardon me. That is fair, <laughs> and you know I am from Long Island where we do have a large Jewish population, and I do love my bagels. So of course you are a woman who wants to be in charge. You're Puerto Rican and Dominican. Yeah. And what was the other one that did I miss? Oh, and Cuban. And Cuban. Okay, of course. So you're just a you're just an islander. Yes. But All it right. was really funny. I dated this guy who was a Canadian and he's here on a work visa. And whenever we were talking about immigration issues, everyone thought I was Mexican. <laughs> That's <laughs> when you said Cuban, Puerto Rican, and Dominican. I was like, all right, she's Mexican. We got a Mexican chick. That's <laughs> yeah. just we're idiots. Okay, so yep. Yeah, so so guy number three, tall, big, white guy, bangs you, or you bang him, whatever, whatever's the right term. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so he. So do you, do you, is it a do you know if you're going to talk to him again? Do you put him in the back pocket? Where are you going with this? So, yeah, no, I specifically remember in that moment knowing that I definitely wanted to see him again, but I had no intentions in dating him. I was just really intrigued as, you know, for someone who's lived in New York their entire life and had spent the last year living in New York City and met all these people. Um, it's really hard to find people that actually capture your interest. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's to me what stood out. He had a lot to say. He had opinions and I don't talk TV. I don't talk celebrities. I don't do Netflix. I just found out about Reddit. Um, so I am always having these deep conversations about life and that's what had intrigued me with him. And we were supposed to meet up at the end of the night again, but he had bailed on me. And Wait, guy number three that, that you hooked up with bailed on you afterwards? Yes, but at this point we had not hooked up. Oh. Yes, we had not hooked up. So he bailed pre-Tinder like pre -tinder hookup, t Tinder meetup? No, we met off of Tinder, hung okay. out for like an hour because he already had told me he had something to do because, again, it was Mother's Day. I thought that was Xavier. Um, that was him too. They both two, two guys uh, bailed on you and then one guy came back? No, so to clarify because they know my <laughs> shit is such a mess. Um, I need a chalkboard. That's right, right. <laughs> I need like I'm like a coach at halftime. Right? X's and O's. Come on. <laughs> Saturday night I spent it with one dude. Uh, I'd say midday, maybe from one to three, I spent it with another guy. We just got brunch, and then he had to go to a family event. And then say from three to five, I spent it with guy number three. 
um, who then had to leave and go to another family party. Um, Did you have like different like types of cologne on you? Was it no. swatches of Axe? Yeah, no. The first guy, I didn't even make out with him. It was genuinely like he was just like down to have a good time and just like meet a stranger. Like people off of Tinder really are amazing. It really is. Yeah, especially when you're, cl- it's only when you're clear with your intentions. Like my bio was like, dude, I'm here for like 12 more hours. Who's raging? And the right people were swiping. The yeah. wrong people, some of the wrong people were, but you just have to be good Did at Did they include a dick pic right away or uh, is that, because every girl that I meet talks about how they get all these unsolicited dick pics. Yeah. I think it's a little overrated. I can't, I can't imagine more than 10% of guys are doing that. Yeah. You know, um, I, I have this conversation with people a lot and, you know, it just comes down to the fact that I'm going to stop blaming men for this. It is the women who allow this to like work. Yeah. So like if a guy yells out the window and says, Hey shorty. And you fucking turn and you give that guy your number. You are doing all all of us a disservice. Yeah, we're oh, men are really just victims in this whole thing. <laughs> you know, you guys are misleading these people. I once met a guy who told me that he went on a date with a woman who dated a guy who picked her up catcalling. And listen to this shit. This is why I can't relate to women because I just can't understand. The girl said that she was really impressed by his dedication to her. That he was so willing to go out of his way and embarrass himself just for her attention. And that's why she gave him a chance after he not only <laughs> She sounds like a her, human resources. Like you had good ambition with your cat call. And we wanted to see what you could bring to the table. But here's the thing that women then, but then that'll, if you meet a girl the wrong way, she won't forget it. Like if I met a girl at a bar, not that, not that meeting a girl at the bar is the wrong way. Say I met a girl at a bar. Right, and then I we go home, we fuck, you know, don't use protection, whatever. Not that anything, not that any of that is wrong, but then like a year down the road, or no, no, I have a better example. Let's say I meet a girl at my stand-up show, take her home, fuck her, and then like a year later, we're still dating. She's gonna be like, uh, you know, and I'm still performing. She's gonna be like, you gonna fuck some other chick from the stand-up show? You know what I mean? Like, if like they won't, they'll hold whatever you use to get the girl, they'll hold it against you afterwards. I don't know if I, I don't know if any of that made sense. Yeah, and at the same time, um, everything that a guy tells his friend, like if you're if you're like, hey, dude, I met this chick, and he says how everything that comes out of your mouth, if it worked, your friend's never gonna forget it, and he's gonna go try to replicate that behavior, and it's just gonna be insanity. Well, yeah, we are we're animals that mimic, like we mimic success, we mimic each other's accents and mannerisms, and. It's kind of how like we relate to each other. So, so you, so the Tinder, your strategy is working. You're keeping because when I would like when I lived in New York, I would I would have girls like in. It sounds so sleazy to say like a rotation, but you'd you know they didn't want to see me every day. I didn't want to see them every day. There was girls that that I could like hang out with on a Sunday that were chill, and then there was like girls that you know like you'd be out partying and you'd text them and they'd be out partying and you just kind of fit that lifestyle, you know. And then, and then one, and then a girl might disappear, and then you're like, oh, she got a boyfriend, and then you're just like, all right, good for the boyfriend, you know, you like, <laughs> you know, like when she was still kind of like dating around, I was one of the guys on her roster. <laughs> that's right, isn't that how it works? Yeah, that's how it works. Um, a lot of guys out here tell me that they like women from New York because they're assertive. Is that is this a true thing? Are women more assertive out there? Um, I think New York definitely is uh, attracts independence so you get a certain type of person you're definitely not getting well yeah new york you're not getting someone who's ready to like have a you know settle down and get married like you know if you go to indianapolis you might get that or some other like midwestern or cleveland yeah some fucking pittsburgh 
Get that Pittsburgh pussy. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the name of the episode, that Pittsburgh pussy. I don't Aww. think I can do that on iTunes. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. So I don't know if it's, like, I don't know if it's nature or nurture. I don't know if, like, New York breeds uh, that or if people just find it. But um, but New York chicks also, like, yeah, it's a city where people are going after their own dreams. And L.A. is kind of the same thing. You just get a completely different sort of vanity here. Yeah. But, but the people aren't too different. Uh, it's just... The city's different, so yeah, everyone this... here complains about dating, but I don't know. You know, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna set the record straight. Um, so I'm finding out these things uh, about LA. First things first, anything anyone tells you from LA, if they're in the entertainment industry, don't trust them because I mean, it's literally their job to make whatever they're saying sound super interesting and super yeah. dramatic. So um, I mean, is dating in LA difficult? Yes, but is it that difficult? No. Um, is there traffic in LA? Yes. Is it that bad? No, honestly, I remember the days when I used to fucking drive, first of all. Um, and I used to literally park my car in traffic in New York. So I literally don't know what's going on out here with these Los Angelinos. Yeah, but in LA, you can just jump. Here's the thing. I mean, I'm sorry. In New York, if you find a girl, like I I found a girl at this bar, right? And then we just kind of had that unspoken, like, what do you want to do? You know, and then one person has to say like one, you know, hey, which where should we go? And it's like two a.m. And like you know, you could go to another bar and keep drinking, but like you're also like, uh, your place. And the girl's like, yep. And you're like, all right, good. And then you just drag yourselves out of the bar, stick your hand up, and next you know you're in a taxi going home. Like it's so much more conducive to like the hookup. Yes, and I agree, and then I disagree. I think it depends on who you are. If you have a solid job or you have enough money, like. It, nothing's going to prevent you from getting laid because at this point, <laughs> what you're talking about is getting places is more convenient. But I mean, we do have Lyft and Uber now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, it that that comes down to a few things. I mean, Los Angeles is difficult because of that. I feel like everywhere you go is 40 minutes away, even if it is around the corner. Um, and I've yeah. driven so many. I drive for Lyft. I've driven so many booty calls. I'm, I'm basically a sex trafficker. Yeah. I oh literally just drive everyone to get laid and sometimes by the end of the night i'm so like riled up i'm like because i have all the all the flashbacks of like like i'm the one going to get laid but i'm not and you know like and my girlfriend's <laughs> been sleeping for like five hours because it's like three in the morning i'm driving hookers around <laughs> i literally i've driven everyone i've driven hookers pimps pickup artists i'm, um, I'm pickup artists with their clients ever i had to literally i just had to fully shampoo my car because i drove a rapper all weekend and I didn't realize, but he was using this uh, this thing in the back seat, this little like handle. He was using it as an ashtray for his blunt, because oh. I let him smoke in my car because he was like paying me. So I was, I was, he like had me for two days straight. So, uh, so next thing you know, I look back there and there's blunt paper, like cigar wrappers everywhere, and I had to fully scrub my car down from the in. Like I, I, del- I dropped off his walk of shame home. This chick named Champagne. Yes. So I was like. I've seen everything in this car. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. My friend actually has a startup up in SF, and uh, they actually shampoo clean and clean your interior of your car for free if you get uh, thrown up in. So, Oh, that's nice. I'll have to send that your way. Well, I can charge people. Uh, like a chick puked in my car once, and she got charged like 200 bucks. Yeah. Oof. You just have to like take a photo of it. Oof. That was horrible. She had like a two-piece dress on i don't know what you would call that like a skirt with a bandeau or i don't even see i don't even even know but you know what i'm talking about something like she had one of those outfits on and she was probably not even 21 and she's just and she was cute too and she was there with her friend and like next thing you know she just 
burp vomiting all over her body. And I wasn't going to kick her out because we were in like, you know, the sketchiest part of Skid Row, L.A. So I got her home and I was was just like, fucking, they knew they were going to pay for it too. Like they knew there was nothing they could say that wasn't going to get it reported. Oh, that's but I was like, poof, rough night for you. I uh, well, first things first. Yesterday morning, I woke up in downtown LA because I am a slut. Um, I live in Santa Monica. I went out with a guy. Wow, that's a long distance, right, right there. Um, I went out. Well, first of all, I work in downtown LA, not too far from where we're recording right now. And I went out with this guy that I met a few months ago. He was actually my first date off of Tinder after breaking up with a guy in Los Angeles. Okay. And he really, like, brought some light, uh, life to my life. Or, yeah, light to my life, rather. Um, and really just, like, opened my eyes and made me realize, okay, like, I'm not ready to date anyone anytime soon. But there are some interesting fuckers out here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to find them and I'm going to fuck them. <laughs> um, so this was, you like... sound like <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah. I will find you and I will fuck you. Yes. And, <laughs> and when we, I do, you will pay. You know, this is, like, my fifth or sixth time hanging out with this guy. And, you know, I know we do not have sexual chemistry. But fuck on I, the first date? I cannot try to... Con- I can't stop trying to fuck this dude. Trying, right? Why did I say that? He can't seem to get hard around me, so that's a different wow. story. But um, yeah, yesterday morning I woke up at seven a.m. and how I'm like, how wait? I'm sorry. I, I just you you have these are great great tidbits you're throwing me, and I need to just pause and just question because if a guy and 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 look, I'm not. We've all got our issues. Mine, you know, mine's never been like the whiskey dick thing. When a guy can't get it up for you, is it psychological? Is it a wet noodle, or is it like? Or is it like, you know, uh, I don't know, a hose that's only turned halfway on? So I think every single person is completely different. In his case, I know that he just got out, just six months ago, uh, got out of a long-term relationship. And he told me he hadn't had sex with anyone since. So I think he's Hmm. just still having that struggle, whether it's confidence or being nervous. Or honestly, because, I mean, the guy just went three or four years without using condoms. I'd probably go soft if I smelt rubber around me. Bob, well, it's not a fucking tire burning factory. <laughs> it's like, what is he peeling out on a treadmill? I don't know. I feel like I feel like boners are biological. You don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, I know guys that can't come. Oof. It's just like I feel for them. I can't come. That's a well. well that's different. That that's a whole different thing, though. Women not coming is different from men. If a man can't come, he's got some issues because women don't need to come for uh for you know pat you know uh bio- biological reasons you know what i mean like a guy's gotta come he's gotta spread his seed women it's like i guess a novelty if you can come oh, God. and trust me guys want the girl to come but i'm talking like back to the gene pool here like men have to come yeah no i mean i still and i usually get very deep with people very quickly but i just don't feel like i'm on that level where i could just say hey dude do you have an issue but I think he might just have uh, an issue getting hard. And I mean, it doesn't, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop trying. That man literally lives around the corner from my office. This is not an inconvenience, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, back to the story. Yeah, I almost threw up in my lift yesterday. I was actually really, really close to asking my driver to just pull over. That's a that's a smart move. That's a very polite thing to do. Yeah, and um, my birthday was not too long ago. I turned 24 back in March. Happy and birthday. Um, Thank you. I went home with a man nearly twice my age because I am who I am and things never change. Um, but I didn't fuck him, so that was pretty impressive. But the next day I was... Did you try? Did you have to shut him down? Or You know, um, 
I'm just going to be completely transparent and say he is in the industry, and I have this no fucking in the industry policy. But, like, I was just so intrigued because he's almost double my age and seems like he has a really good body, and I just did it and whatever. But I didn't fuck him, and the next day he was driving me home, and I said to him very calmly, please pull over, I'm going to throw up. But because of how nicely I said it, he thought I was fucking around. But I knew how sick I was feeling, so I actually had brought a red Solo cup in the car, and I threw up in it once, threw it out the window, like dumped it out the window, threw up in it again, threw it out the window, and then we were at my apartment. So. That's disgusting. But, but like I, I think at, the that's same, at the yeah. same time, I kept my shit together. That's it's impressive. Yeah. Did you? Were you? I mean, did you fill it up? Yeah. Both times. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, me asking the question or getting the answer. I'm like, hmm. But uh, this one tragic time in high school, I did throw up in my friend's car. I remember it so vividly. My friend Taylor used to throw all of the ragers. Um, It was the winter of my freshman year in college, and I went. I raged far too hard. I was so fucked up. I was entertaining my friends and standing, literally leaning on the side of my friend's house. My friends kept asking me what I was doing, and apparently I just told them I was keeping the house up. And later that night, I did throw up in my friend's car, and it was a bitch to clean. Yeah. Uh, for anyone listening out there, shout. That stuff fucking works for nulling out the this scent. This episode brought to you by Shout for cleaning your car. We have all sorts of sponsors today. <laughs> um, so Okay, so uh, there's nothing like a good high school, like your hometown drinking. Because that, that, then that's a whole different thing. Like, I've I've totally passed out in a bush at like my buddy's house and like it's i feel like maybe it's a safer feeling than like say if i got if i got and i don't even get wasted anymore in la but like in new york there weren't many times when i'd get that wasted i feel like the city kind of props you up it's hard to like i don't i don't know how to describe it but for me new york like and i was also a beer drinker and beer for a guy at least you really can't drink them fast enough in the bar to like really get sick it, unless you're having one of those nights where you just start mixing shit and everything, but so um, high sc- so you mentioned high school, but like, where, and you're from Long Island. Yes. Do you guys have like a party scene? Like, you go back, you know, f- summers and. Yeah. So, um, so there are a few things I want to jump into on that, just because I could shed so much light into it. Um, so yeah, the rage culture in New York, it's definitely huge. Obviously, it's easier to get around, so that that goes with it. Um, do we have a party culture on Long Island? Yes. And it starts very young. I personally used to drink a lot. Now I very rarely, actually very rarely, I'm just talking about being hung over the other day, <laughs> but I don't drink as much as I used to. Um, but yeah, so I actually, I remember my first party was going into my freshman year of high school. My cousin threw a, a Jeez, party. what are you, 12, 13? 13? I think you're literally 13 turning 13, 14. Yeah. Okay. All right. Possibly 14 turning 15. Um, and I remember it also vividly. My cousin threw a party for his graduation. He was 18. Uh, my great-grandmother lived in Florida, and she was dying. So most of the family had flown down to go visit her for one last time. But we weren't invited, so we figured we might as well celebrate somehow. And um, I remember these were the MySpace days, and my cousin was not openly gay yet, but 
Um, he was very popular in high school, but if you know anything about the gay scene back in the day, like there is a huge community and the community was all online and they were all there together. So when this guy said he was throwing a party, he had all like the cool kids showing up and he had like a cluster of just dedicated, supportive gay friends that were going to show up. So he was gay, like everyone knew he was gay, but he just wasn't officially like... Yeah, I don't know if his friends knew, but like I remember back in middle school being like, hey, you know I'm in the drama club, you know like it's okay, right? And he was like, nah, don't say that yeah i feel like at that age most people just even though they're so gay they just don't they're not they haven't come to like terms let's with just themselves. say jonathan will listen to this and he knows i love him but like jonathan you used to choreograph um dances to destiny's child like the christmas album who even listens to that yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> i did that to mariah carey's christmas album so but i'm sure it was an art <laughs> with you um but yeah no there's a huge party culture so yeah my first time raging and going to blow out high school party was going into high school um, and I remember that's also when I gave this guy, Patrick, my, uh, I guess my first blowjob. You, yeah, you gave your first blowjob going into high school. And I was also for the first time solicited into my first two man, uh, threesome, which I declined. I got some creepy vibes. These two guys were probably 24. It's and they the devil's to, threesome. That's what we call it. They wanted to fuck me in my cousin's room. And you know, something back then just said, you know what? This is wrong. Yeah. That's a little, I mean, they probably <laughs> didn't know your age, did they? Oh, they definitely did. Come on, I look young now. Yeah. Or do I? I'm getting old. I don't, well, I mean, no, you look like you're in your 20s, but yeah, you could, yeah, if you wanted to pull off and put like a backpack on and, and you could look like a fucking 14-year-old. I definitely think the drugs and alcohol, ca- it's all catching up. Did you hook up with anyone that night? Uh, I hooked up with Pat that night. We Your gay friend? No, no, no. Pat was- Oh, that was um, Jonathan, sorry. Yeah, Jonathan. But, yeah, I just gave him a blowjob in my aunt's living room, which, uh, not living room, bathroom, and I think she still lives in that house. She does. Yeah, she does. Uh, um, was it not, So, do, what sort of uh, technique, like, how did you know how to give a blowjob? Because um, that's like, this is like pre-internet kind of thing. Dude, right? I've been watching porn since day one. Like, I used to get porn <laughs> sent to my email address when I had AOL. So, like, I, I already knew what I was supposed to be wow. doing. I don't know if I did it right or wrong. I'm assuming wrong because I never heard back from him. But then again, my cousin told me that he like totally freaked out on his friend for hooking up with me. Fuck you, Jonathan. Yeah. I mean, I guess that does kind of suck. So wait, Jonathan's your cousin. Yes. And, he, and his friend got a blowjob from you. Yes. That's kind of cool. His cousin was a junior in high school and I was going into my freshman year. Oh, man. That's that's he'll, so you're he, he was going to be a junior. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, I got a, my first blowjob senior in high school from a freshman. But the, the timeline's a little fuzzy. What, did we, did, did I just graduate? Or, I don't, I don't really know. But the girl, and, and it was weird, she really liked me. She made, like, she made me pottery, you know, like in pottery class, she made me some, some nice things. And I was like, I didn't really like her, but she was gorgeous. But I, I don't know, it was like weird to me. She was, she was a little young for me. Yeah, anyone out there, if someone gives you pottery, break up with their ass. Because my ex-boyfriend, who released revenge porn on me back in 2015, that guy made me fucking pottery. <laughs> and how did that work out? Um, so pottery, you guys shot a porn, porn? You guys shot a porn together? Um, no. So again, the TLDR on this one was <laughs> I, I dated a guy in 2013, no, 2012 to 2013. Um, in 2013, he went away to college six hours away and in New York, six hours is basically like living in another country. Was he younger than you? Um, he was actually a year older than me and I told him, Hey, these are the terms. We either break up and still talk or we're in an open relationship. 
And um, he didn't want either. So we stayed in this like fake closed relationship where I was hooking up with men off of Tinder. Because this is when I first discovered it. January of 2015. Or sorry, 2013. Um, But I had sent him some fucking nude video of me like probably fisting myself. Um, I still haven't even replayed the video because I'm still so horrified. But um, I found out last year that when he was like reaching out to me for like all this shit and I kept like turning him down, he eventually I guess put it on Pornhub or something. So is fisting hyperbole or were you fisting yourself? You know, like you know, and <laughs> I just, have to ask dumb questions, right? Because if I'm wondering, I'm sure there's a whole audience wondering. I just I personally know that there were three videos that I had sent him, and I definitely know I was like at least attempting to put my fist inside myself. So that's why I said that. A for effort. I a for effort. And I I, you know, I do. Everyone always says, "Oh, make a fist." So I'll put a picture of my fist on the Instagram <laughs> so you guys can holding envision. a microphone so we can get a good image. <laughs> So he put it on. People are are getting like serious jail time for revenge porn. Yeah, no. The thing is, what's so fucked about revenge porn is it depends on who you are, if it's important enough, and then it depends on where it happened, um, and then the ways you can take care of it. Off also. Um, also, the fact that you sent it to him probably. No, but I mean, that's, it's not like he filmed just, you secretly. Like Aaron Andrews got like a lot of fucking hundred million dollar. Yeah, but I mean, settlement. it's just like you're you're just not allowed to put that shit on the internet for a few reasons. One, obviously, violation. Um, it's like sexual harassment. But um, also guys you can love get... that shit though. Oh my like, god, we love that like taxi porn. Like the taxi driver's like, oh, you don't have any money, and then next you know she's sucking his dick, and you're like, yeah, and you know it's fake, but you, s- I don't know what it is about that. Yeah, guys are fucked. That's like when you tell a guy you have a fucking boyfriend and they're like, challenge. Like, I'm like, no, that's not you how see that? fucking works. I don't see. Yeah, I never. Um, I was never really into that with a girl. Like, if she had a boyfriend, I would still um, probably hooked up with girls that had boyfriends. But that's on them. It really is. Especially because yeah. it's not like I did that, like, at my age now. I feel like in college or young 20s, if I'm out at a bar and a chick's got a boyfriend and she's still trying to, you know, talk to me. But I really well. There's just okay. There's just one girl, right? And she's she had a she had a okay. So you know how like I was saying you're in people's rotation and you kind of drop out. Well, this I met this chick and apparently she just started seeing some dude. And I've been I've been hesitant to tell this story in the past because the dudes come after me. And uh, what happened was she she started seeing the dude, but she was like still coming over my place. And this was this in L.A. Uh, no, it was in New York. Okay. And. Uh, and then anyway, I get an email or you know what I, you know what happened? Uh, we, we stopped hooking up. I think like she I think I made her walk home or something. And that living in Harlem it was uh, see, I feel like I'm giving away too much info now. Um, anyway, anyways, it, it was I think it was safe. But, you know, she like she tried to like bring up some shit right after we had sex. And like, don't ever try to talk to a guy right after you have sex, because like we release all these fucking hormones that make us want to pass out. We're a fucking lion who just fucked. We just want to sleep. It just happens. Like, And so she tried to get into some shit, and I was like, oh, I can't hear this. And she, like, got mad at me and left, and we never, I never heard from her again. Well, um, like, months later, maybe years later, I checked Facebook messages. They had that other folder. Yes. And I didn't know about this other folder, but I check it, and it was this chick's um, boyfriend, and he was um, asking me if I was fucking her. And um, I think I responded with, like, no, man, you're crazy. Nothing happened. That or I never responded at all. I don't know. Either way, um, I found out he, like, proposed to her, like, the next day. So he literally wanted to know. In the timeline, and honestly, in her defense, the timeline's a little gray area. Like, she wasn't engaged to him fucking, but she probably was in that place where she probably should have stopped seeing other dudes. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a little brutal. I, I have a story. When I, was, when I was 21, man, when I was 21, I was getting into all sorts of shit. Thank God I moved to L.A. Because honestly, if I didn't move out here last August, I'd probably be dead with the shit I was getting into. But when I was fucking 21, I remember I was... I just broke up with that guy that eventually released the revenge porn. So this is 2013. And I was supposed to still go with him to Fire Island for this annual trip that I'd attend with him. Love Fire Island. Um, But he told me that because his friend had gotten arrested that was supposed to host a few weeks prior, the trip was canceled. And it seemed legit, whatever, sucks. But I'm actually from Bayshore, so going to Fire Island was very normal for us. So I figured I'd go on a different adventure because I was living in um, I was living in Bethpage at the time, and um, my friend hit me up. I was hanging out in Long Beach, New York, and she said, "Hey, want to go to Montauk?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." With who? And she's like, "These dudes I met that work on Wall Street." And I'm like, "Okay, you know, I'm 21, and I just had no care." So I ended up rushing out of out of this guy's essentially bed that I was hooking up with. And I raced to the mall. I bought underwear since neither of us had clean underwear for the trip. Good. And I picked up girl number one. I picked up girl number two. We got the alcohol and we rushed straight to Montauk. And I remember that weekend I had sex with more guys that weekend than most of any of you guys reading or listening rather have had (laughs) sex in your entire life. Let's break this down. Uh, Um, Over under six. Oh. Dude, I had two threesomes that weekend. Okay, so over, <laughs> or at, we're at six. No, well, no. Okay, so te- I guess depending on were they devil's threesomes? Um, I th- were they with the two, girl? Two, uh, two dude threesomes. Yeah, you, you had two. Two devil threesomes. You had two devil's threesomes. Yeah. So you didn't even have a chick. You didn't. Your chick friends didn't want to take part in these. Uh, oh, they crossing had, swords. They had their own threesome. How many dicks are getting? Fu- you know, so you you so basically, you guys took care of all the men of Montauk. Essentially, you're pretty much doing charity. <laughs> I know you're actually. Uh, this is community service. Hours. How does everyone <laughs> think I can write off all these tax benefits? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so now we're burning rubber. Now we're <laughs> now we're talking burning rubber. So what? Uh, and did you have to come come Monday? Uh, oh yeah. So you were you were just talking about proposals. So um, so I had sex, and I just want to clarify: the first night I got there, I saw this guy, and I knew I was gonna fuck him. But maybe 45 minutes into me being there, he was like, he was leaving. And I asked him, I literally said, but where are you going? We're supposed to fuck tonight because we're all drinking at this house that we're supposed that, to be staying That's at. a great pickup line. It's a great line. Write but that where are down. you going? We're supposed to fuck tonight. Literally like. Can a guy where? use that on a girl, do you think? Maybe. I, I think I think you dude, could get away with that. This one guy, shout out to you, Edward. This one guy, 6'3", I think, maybe even 6'7". God. Jeez. Um, he you don't know four inch difference, right? I mean, I'm four eleven, so it's all just like you know. <laughs> it's just like you see white and black. I see tall white man. You're over six three. Who knows the difference between six three and seven foot? Um, but this guy literally crouched down into my ear in New York City at a bar <laughs> and was like, literally. He lowered like, himself to you. You're tiny. This could be fun. And you know what? Fucking three weeks later, I literally was like, hey, what are you doing? Sent him my address. He fucked me. He came He came in literally 30 seconds. He literally packed up and left. Wow. And were you upset about that? Um, I was just a little disappointed. It was like I wanted it to be so much more. It's like a Fast and the Furious tagline. Like, he came in 30 seconds. <laughs> right? 
And but, then um, he finished. Back to packed that up dude. His bags. Back to that dude that I was supposed to fuck. So he left. He he said, "Oh, there's too many of us to stay here, so me and so and so are staying at this nearby hotel." Seemed legit. So I fucked the owner of the house that night. And uh, as you do, <laughs> right? Like, what else was I gonna, gonna do? Fuck some plebeian. My, my fucking friends had a threesome without me. Like, <laughs> where's loyalty? Um, so, so the- <laughs> pardon me for just getting lost here. I need like Google directions. Right. So you, this is the same weekend as the two devils threesomes. Yes. Okay, so you've already had both devils threesomes. At this point, this was Friday night. I banged owner of said house, and now how it many is- threesomes did you have by Friday night? Um, oh, no, no, by Saturday night. Okay, okay, I did, okay. so this is pre-threesomes. Yes, pre-threesomes. So now we're at, out at a bar, and, you know, obviously that guy's there. And I actually found out earlier that day that the reason why him and, you know, the other guy had actually stayed off campus was because one had just gotten out of a relationship. So originally when they booked the trip, his girlfriend was like, you can go, but you need a hotel. Your friends are crazy, um, which she's right. You know, it one sounds of them exactly like I would imagine. Her. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, in fairness, she was right. Like one of the guys, uh, unfortunately, did overdose last year from drugs. So I mean, they were a little crazy. Puked in a solo cup. So I'll give him. I'll give her that. But the other one actually was always allowed to go every weekend on these trips, so long as he got a hotel room because he actually was married and had a kid. And that was the guy that I was like, "Where but are you how's going?" How's that gonna like? That sounds like such a passive way to police it i mean i I guess it's it's better than not my situation yeah okay um but that is actually the guy that i said but where are you going so uh oh he had a wife and kid yeah oh yeah i didn't know about the kid yet so you know where are you going i was gonna fuck wait what was it but where are you going we're supposed to fuck tonight But where are you going we're supposed to fuck tonight yes so now it's saturday and we're drinking we're having a fucking blast and i already know that the guy i fucked on friday night he you know he's not interested anymore and that's fine because i'm looking to fuck someone else too so now we're out at a bar and i meet this really cool guy who i'm still friends with and i still hook up with um and i i literally was like dude let's fuck in this fucking bathroom but like he wasn't down although we exchanged numbers and eventually Bug. Public bathroom? Yeah. Uh, like a private enclosed bathroom or like yeah. a stall? Uh, enclosed. Okay. Yeah. You got to set I have standards. some class, yeah. guys. Because a stall's kind of hot, too. It's a I, different thing. It is. It is. Different feel, though. Um, but I ran into, you know, said guy, and he was like, let's go. And I was like, okay. So we got in his car, and we drove off to his hotel, and we totally fucked. And it was the craziest thing ever. Like, we're talking sex in front of a mirror. Like, Doing drugs off of each other, just like some real Montauk shit. What sort of drugs? Ooh, I can't. I don't. You can't wanna, even go there. I don't I, even I'm just imagining. Um, I, I heard you never. I've never. I'm not. I don't have personal knowledge of this, but I heard you don't want to do cocaine off of someone if they've been sweating. Ew. Yeah, like that makes that, sense. Ew, that's it has to be someone it, with a low salt. body temperature. The salt would get in your. Yeah, nose and the coke it. would kind of dissolve into their sweaty body. You know. It's fucking. Sick. That's a PSA for you listeners PSA. out there. Don't do coke off of someone who's sweating. So let's just say six dudes later, um, it's now Sunday morning, and I and you go to church and you burst into flames. Exactly. <laughs> I wake up and I, at I'm, not sl- I'm not slut shaming, by the way. I'm oh, just I kidding. Know. I know. I have to let people know that in this day and age. <laughs> seriously, seriously. I'm slut shaming some white chick. <laughs> um, so that so Sunday I wake up and it's like seven a.m. I just finished like getting railed out by the second set. Railed of dudes. out. 
And my friend... Oof, that might be the name of the episode. Right? Railed um, out. Ooh, I like that. Make, make a note, intern. Got it. Right? Okay. Um, so my friend, actually, she woke up and she was so pissed because I guess, like, some of the men of the house were upset with her for not fucking, like, a dude again. Um, so they were actually throwing her makeup everywhere. And, like, basically she lost, like... Because she didn't put out? Close to, like, a grand just because some guy didn't get fucked. Like, this is this is some pussy shit, guys. You guys have to stop. This is just yeah, some pussy like, shit. Yeah, like, fucking... If you didn't get fucked, step your game up. Yeah, like, there are plenty of bitches in the marina. Like, come on, guys. Instead, and, they're um, just throwing brush tools at people. <laughs> right? Like, that shit's literally not going to get you laid. Just eyeliner um, dents across the wall. So we, like, quickly gathered everything, threw it all in my car. And the thing is, we were still missing a girl. We were missing the third friend. So oh we boy. had to go on a two-hour adventure. And this girl's a model. So we're like, oh, here we go. She's missing a limb. She's fucking missing a limb. But we found her, and she's doing well. And uh, <laughs> Did she fuck? She, yeah. had, she had her own threesome? She had her own threesome, and actually, God. that day, she went back into New York City, and, you know, she's been dating this guy ever since. From the she threesome? Met off of OkCupid, oh, okay. actually. She missed one off OkCupid. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Oof. But, um, Yikes. so back to back to this incident. Back to the lecture at hand. So, Sunday, I, I rushed my bitches home, because I had things to do. I had to go see this teacher I was fucking in Long Beach. And what I'm, level of education was it? He was. You can't just glaze over this shit. He was a shit. high school English teacher. Oh, an English teacher. Yes. Ugh, I, ha- okay. I, have a, I had high a type school that English summer. Teacher. Do you have like long hair and like a vest? <laughs> no, but he was just so fucking hot. Oh, okay. All right. So you had to go. You had an appointment. Uh, so you had an after appointment. school special. And um, when I was crossing the bridge to get into Long Beach, I actually got a call. And I was wearing a headset, listeners. But um, I got a call. And it was from a 631 number, which means Suffolk County, Long Island, which is not only where I'm from, but that means, oh, ha, 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 this must be someone from Montauk wondering whose number this is. Of course. So I answered, expecting it to be funny, and it's a girl, and she's like, hello? And I say, hello? And she goes, I know what you did. And I was just sitting in my mind, like, which thing are yeah, you talking like, about? Yeah, like, pick a day and then a time. <laughs> like, I'm narrowing it down. I'm like, shit, was it 10 guys? Was it six? Am I overestimating? Am I underestimating? Are there lost soldiers out there? I know what you did last Is summer. there someone lost inside of me? Um, That's where the Asian guy went. <laughs> seriously. Um, and I, you know, I lost service, so we disconnected. And I tried calling her back, but it seemed to be some kind of burner number, so I couldn't call her back. Jeez. Um, so she called back again, and, and she said, hello. And she said, um, again, I know what you did. And she said, who the fuck are you anyways? And I was so scared, so I hung up the phone, and I drove to wherever I was supposed to go. And I just assumed it was that guy's wife and that, you know, she put two and two together. Because he did take my number, and he did have an iPhone. We know that syncs sh- that stuff syncs with everything. Yeah. Whether it's your child's iPad or your family iMac. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And I mean... <clears throat> My name's Destiny Lalane, you know, and back then, I think if you Googled my phone number, actually, if you still Google that old number, I think you could still find like my old uh, address because I had purchased a domain and I didn't know that the $10 extra they ask for privacy settings is just to protect, oh, your address that you register with it. So Um, did anyone come knocking to your door? So I was terribly afraid for like the following few months that someone was going to come to my door and I was literally going to get killed by like some rich white dude. I'm surprised she didn't sort of try to get more out of you. 
Yeah, I was like, oh my god. Like, just I mean, wanted you to what know is, what you my, did. Like, my big thing is, like, in situations like this, like, who, like, who are you calling out right now? You're calling out a 21 year old that had a one one night stand with your husband. If anyone's the asshole, it's probably your husband. I mean, he was like 15 years older than me. And had the child and the wife. He probably understands responsibility a little more than I do. Did he have dad bod? Did he look um, like a he dad? He definitely had dad bod. And now that I know he he's like a dad. like soccer dad. Yeah, he definitely looked like a dad. So Billy. now I call him just dad. Dad. <laughs> I refer to him as dad. But uh, that's my long-winded he... rant about that. We, <laughs> 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 I don't even know if I want to get into another story with you. We're going to have to pick this up um, at another day in time. We're already, we're already at the, the, uh, the, the part where we have to wrap it up. Uh, which is the moral of the story. Wrap it up. Uh, now, look. Uh, see, you're just because you're, you're 24. 24. Yeah. These story. This is what you get. 21 to 24, or like 18 to 24, or 16 to 24. Like this is. This. Do you? W- would you settle down with any of these guys? Would you have a monogamous relationship? Um. I mean, I think a monogamous relationship depends on so many different things. Like I dated a guy out here that I met off of Tinder and we were in an open relationship and that was cool. Um, right now I am talking to someone that I met IRL in real life that I would have a closed relationship. Wow, with. What's that like? You like, did he come up to you? Yeah. So I was actually, this was a few weeks ago. Um, it was like, I plan on fucking you tonight. Right? No, it was actually quite the opposite. So my friend hosted an open mic, um, a few Wednesdays ago. And this guy came on, came into the bar when I was on stage, like just like straight up talking about my sex life. And I saw him laugh at a few of my jokes and then disappear into the back of the bar. So as soon as I was done my set, I just like wandered back there and was like, hey, do you want to smoke some weed? Because I usually carry a joint with me at all times for these situations. And um, that's how I met him. So that was kind of cool. And I like that he's not in the scene. And then he saw you on stage. That's good. If if someone sees you on stage, like I I I was doing crowd work on this show back in the day, and there was this chick in the front row, and she sort of heckled me. And it wasn't in like a horrible way. She was just trying to like she she didn't know she was heckling me. I shot her down pretty bad, and as um, you should, we <laughs> fucked pretty good after that. And it was interesting because it was like that was the opener. Like I didn't have to like introduce myself after that. She saw me on stage. I shut her down in sort of a way that like the audience is like, "This guy's in charge." And then we fucking hooked up after. Not that nice. I don't think that same day we, we might have kissed kissed that night. But then like she, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "That's why you do. That's why you str- do struggling comedy because you can actually." Through the one-off bangs, man. The old one-off bang. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, and what is this is a question I want to ask you, and I didn't before. How old were you when you lost your virginity? I was actually eighteen. It was senior year prom weekend to a guy oh, a I had a crush on for four years. How'd that go? Um. So I mean, actually, quite honestly, it it wasn't as glorious as it sounds because one, I wasn't able to lose my virginity for that long because this guy that had a crush on me for a very long time essentially like called dibs but then never wanted to fuck and like no one wanted to take that away from him. He called dibs he on you? He basically called dibs which I didn't is know a you tragedy. could call dibs. It's a fucking tragedy. I didn't think the vagina was a thing you could dibs. Yeah, and I it's mean like secondly what blew my mind was after we had sex um, this guy one who had already broken up with me. He was a guy I dated for 3 months. But one he said he said to me um, I'm afraid I'm afraid that you're going to you're going to do this with other people. Because he was trying to call dibs on this pussy. And, like, that's not how it works. You don't just, like, break up with people and, like, have dibs just because you did it the first time. Unless they're all, you know, sort of on the same sports team, maybe. I'm trying to think of ways in which 
Dibs, but small the school. The second thing that he said to me, I mean, mind you, he was 22 at this point because he was a few years older than me. But um, the second thing that blew yeah, my mind. He's 22 calling dibs on a high school chick? Yeah. This guy's got some balls yeah, on him. People, people out there. But the, the last thing I'll leave you guys on that really blew my mind was <laughs> because it didn't hurt, because turns out he has a small dick. Micro penis? Um, he accused me of lying about being a virgin because it didn't hurt me. Oh, so you called yourself a virgin after that because you you had sex with him and then you still called you. No, no, oh, no. oh, he accused he, me of oh, lying. He to was him. like, "Oh, no way, she's a virgin because his dick's so small." Yeah, because it didn't. Wow. Because like you, can, in his mind, he was like, "There's no way that this four eleven ninety pound person is not dead right now because I just fucked her and she didn't even flinch. She's a whore and she's lying." In my in my uh, sort of travels, I've I've seen that. That the 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 strength and tightness of one's genitals has nothing to do with their size. Yeah, I've seen big girls that are tight and 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 tiny little dancers that are loose pussies. Yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll fucking know, guys, I don't know what the fucking deal is with it. I'll let you guys know the secret um, because I personally am known to have a small peanut vagina. It's just kegels. I masturbate all fucking day. Hell, the position I'm sitting in right now with my legs crossed, I could be doing them right now and none of you guys fucking know. That's the secret. So, like, do that. Is there a standard um, sort of repetition to that? Um, honestly... Because guys can do them, too. Can guys, they? Yeah, of course. Guys have the same muscle. It's just a muscle that stops you from peeing or whatever. Jeez. So... Uh, we just lost the batteries right at the fucking end of the podcast, and I didn't want to end on that note. Uh, so we were talking about kegels. Yeah, like men can do them, and it's a way to sort of uh, strengthen your your penis for um, for like sex reasons because you're pretty much strengthening the muscle that like controls the blood flow to your dick. Does that so, make a dick harder? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess so. It's like the vascular muscle that pumps blood to your dick. I'm gonna have to let some people know about this. I mean, Google it. I don't know, <laughs> but so, but, but, and I know women can do that too. I know, I know. In some countries, they actually like in France. I, I was when I was studying abroad in France, there was a chick, and she literally, they, they like take pride over it. Like they, they're like the strength of their fucking vaginas. Yeah, I saw this like weird. Uh, not to vagina shame, ladies, but I did <laughs> stumble across this Instagram page where this woman literally travels the world. Picking things up with her vagina. Nice. Yeah. And like dumbbells? Or yeah, it'll be like ridiculous. How does shit. she uh, clamp it in? I don't know. Oof. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. Oh, it took me so long to use tampons. I think it took me until I was like 19 to put a tampon in. Ugh, yeah, terrifying. that's frightening. Okay, so look, we got to get out of here. Um, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Where can people find you? You shared your Instagram as Destiny, Destiny Lalane. Yes, and thank you so much for having me. So you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Destiny Lalane, and you could find me on the internet at destiny com. And this episode's actually going to air next week on, um, I don't know, like May 30th or something like that. Uh, and uh, for those listening, it's your last chance to catch me in New York, um, May 31st, Eastville Comedy Club, 8 p.m., June 1st, Broadway Comedy Club, 8 p.m., June 2nd, Village Lantern, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m., uh, June 3rd, Newport, Rhode Island. So if you're at any of those places, come on down, see some live comedy, and um Again, we'll have to have you back on soon when I get back into town, okay? I'm flying out tonight. I got to go fucking wash my dog and do all this random shit. (laughs) My girl, she gets so fucking, so much anxiety when we travel. She's she's sweeping underneath the bed. Like, that's what, she sweeps everywhere. Like, she wants to have a clean home. 
for yeah i'm just like all right so i'm gonna go dust off some wine glasses or something to yes. make myself busy but yeah we'll have you back on there's so much more we need to get into i feel like i feel like we just uh cracked the uh the code here and good luck with your tinder dates and and uh, uh don't puke in any more lifts i won't and thank you so much and I'll, I'll be sure to have you featured on my podcast pretty soon as well yeah all right guys thank you all so much for listening to sex actually the podcast uh stay in touch rate review subscribe share with your friends we'll see you next time bye oh.